Tony Katz, so great to be with you. We have talked often about China's influence in the United States and how China tries to work situations specifically on college campuses where you're not able to speak out against China. One of the ways they do this is with Confucius Institutes. We've had these conversations with Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana Third before. We've seen Confucius Institutes removed from college campuses. Chuck Grassley, senator from Iowa, referring to Confucius Institutes as fronts for Chinese propaganda. The Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, joins us right now. Always a pleasure to have you back on the show, sir. Tony, these are uh, essentially and in reality an important element of the Chinese Communist Party's global uh, influence campaign. And they now reach tens of thousands of U.S. school children every day. So they need to be shut down. Uh, they, they effectively, the Confucius Institutes effectively have allowed the Chinese Communist Party government to take up a physical presence in the halls of our children's schools here in the United States. It's unacceptable. And so we're asking every high school, every K-12 institution, every college to evaluate their Confucius classroom, their Confucius Institute, and we'd like to have them all shut down and have uh, the people who are engaged in this on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party who are here uh, traveling on visas uh, no longer being having access to our classrooms. Well, so much of this, sir, is, is a conversation about propaganda, and we hear the propaganda conversations uh, coming up uh, often that China is guilty of it. Of course, we hear that the Russians are guilty of it, and you have engaged these conversations before as, as well. Um, how much of what we receive uh, in, in terms of information would you describe as uh, clearly uh, propaganda? How much should the American people be worried about it? We all have to be on guard. Every one of us has an individual responsibility, and the, uh, the United States has a responsibility itself to identify this disinformation and share that with the American people. But we all need to be cautious. When you see someone from a Confucius Institute talking about uh, the benefits and the greatness of the Chinese Communist Party, you need to understand the source. When you see on RT uh, a particular storyline, you need to say, well, that is a uh, that is an in Russian-influenced operation. Maybe it's still true. Maybe the information is there, but you need to evaluate it very carefully. These, these countries, these leaders, their intelligence services, their military apparatuses, their public information efforts are aimed often at posing real risks to our democratic values, and each of us has a responsibility to be very careful about accepting this information at face value when we see it, whether that's on a TV or on a website or on our uh, phones through Twitter. Talking to the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. By the way, RT stands for Russia Today. It's a cable news outlet that's paid for uh, by uh, the Kremlin. Let me move you just briefly um, to the Middle East. We've got the deal with the UAE and, and Israel. You've got the deal with Bahrain and, and Israel. Of course, the conversation was if, if Bahrain is, is signing a deal to create a relationship uh, with Israel, Saudi Arabia can't be far behind. There's no way Bahrain is moving without Saudi Arabia's uh, acceptance and okay. Uh, is Saudi Arabia next in line to create some kind of more formalized ties with Israel? And if so, what pressure does that put on Iran? Tony, the, uh, the work that the president has done in the Middle East to reduce risk of terrorism from there, whether that's the destruction of the caliphate or the uh, killing of Qasem Soleimani and taking down al-Baghdadi, the leader of ISIS, um, those are all huge steps forward. The, the Abraham Accords are consistent with that, right? The president came in and said the problem isn't the conflict between Israel and the Palestinians. It's the challenge presented by the Islamic Republic of Iran. 
And so the Abraham Accords are a, are a natural corollary to that. You now see nations publicly acknowledging that uh, developing a relationship with the Jewish homeland of Israel is appropriate, useful, and constructive for their own economies, for their own people, and that hatred of Israel is not a good foreign policy for an Arab nation. And so I'm convinced there will be many more follow, whether uh, and what and when, the sequence of nations, I, I certainly couldn't tell you, but uh, we have countries now approaching us, uh, saying, hey, we want to go work towards this. We want to get to the right place. We want to get on the right side of history. This is good for our country, good for security, and is, of course, good for the American people as well. When we talk about good for the American people, is it good for a question of stability? Or is there a trade conversation in here? Is there a tourism conversation in here? Is it a mix? Where do you see the most good? Yeah, all, all of the above. But most importantly, it will reduce the number of our young men and women, kids from Indiana and from Kansas, my home state, uh, who will have to go fight and put themselves at risk, uh, trying to create better conditions, less risk of terror here in the homeland in the United States. So I would... I would put the security perspective at the top of the list. But it's certainly the case uh, that the coalition that we've now built out of Gulf states, of Arab states, uh, alongside of Israel to counter the threats from Iran uh, also will create an opportunity for economic prosperity, a chance to sell product, chance to uh, purchase goods from these countries in ways that uh, have proven more difficult because of the uh, strained relationships between Israel and each of those countries. Talking to the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Uh, sir, bef- before I let, uh, let you go, uh, we were talking about disinformation. And it is such a big subject because it seems that politically it's thrown around as this hot potato. Anytime something comes up, someone wants to talk about disinformation. And we see social media networks uh, talking about this. And it came up most recently yesterday in this bombshell conversation from the New York Post about emails of of Hunter Biden. And you have people saying that this is all a disinformation campaign uh, by uh, the Russians, this laptop and this hard drive that was handed over and supposed emails between Hunter Biden and Burisma and talking about connections to former vice president, current presidential candidate Joe Biden. Has any of this been brought to your desk? Has the State Department been asked at all to look into this? And could the State Department tell us if they know for sure if any of it is part of a disinformation campaign from Russia? So I don't want to comment on this. It's really not a State Department function. It's a U.S. domestic uh, set of issues here. But I will say this. Uh, there is a real challenge with some of America's biggest technology firms uh, banning, suspending accounts in a way that is inconsistent, that is viewpoint-driven, that is ideologically driven. That's simply unacceptable. Uh, we, we've asked these firms in many cases to uh, take down terror threat, uh, terror, right, when terrorists are trying to talk to each other on these, uh, they've been good partners in that. Uh, but it can't be the case that they can choose a political p- political viewpoint and decide whether they're going to allow that information to be on their network, on their system, on their social media apparatus, simply because uh, they find that the political viewpoint held by those uh, who are trying to communicate are simply exercising their First Amendment freedoms. That's just not the right thing to do. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, when you have more time, I want to get uh, into 5G with you and a host of, uh, of other subjects. To do that, Tony. As you're seeing Thanks. things uh, unfold, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, I appreciate it. Go back to work. Uh, Thank you, go, sir. Go along. You too. Bye bye. Go talk to important people. My goodness gracious. There he is. <laughs> so long. That's the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Always appreciate him uh, uh, taking the time.